Hello, hello, hello. This is Pamela again. It's been a while, dear listeners, and I am pleased to be back to record another podcast in my series and share my insights with you. I pray and hope that you have been well, and I trust that you will be listening and find this podcast insightful. Well, dear listeners, we have just completed the midterm review of our NDP3, and I would like to share with you the key findings from our midterm review. As you well know, the key goal for our NDP3 is to improve household incomes and the quality of life of Ugandans through a strategy of industrialization and inclusive growth. We have, of course, as a country, experienced a number of challenges, including COVID, the locusts, floods, you name it. But we're a resilient nation, and I would like to share with you what the findings from our recent midterm review of our NDP3 are. So the midterm review of our NDP is leading us to the midpoint of our Vision 2040, which since 2010 has guided targeting our development trajectory towards a modern and prosperous country. While the early years of our government, and particularly here, um, I want to note that, um, of course, since the NRM came to power, there has been impressive economic performance. But I'm afraid there is currently a deceleration, a sort of slowdown. But of course, I want to recognize that almost eightfold expansion of the size of the economy has been experienced from Uganda shilling 17 trillion in 1986 when the NRM government came to power to around Uganda shillings 128 trillion in 2019. And of course, the population engulfed in poverty has also been halved. And this has pretty much reduced to about a fifth of the population. We have also seen increasingly that um, the speed at which the economy experienced changes has reduced really Um, and this is mainly since 2007-2008 and therefore the growth and social economic transformation that was anticipated in a NDP3 has seemingly or will seemingly not be realized and I don't want to point a negative picture but as I mentioned at the beginning Our country has experienced a number of challenges, but I'd like us to um, 
take a look back and 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 see why um we have experienced some bit of um slowdown because there are certain realities in our economy that um one needs to be um aware of but for us to change course back to the vision trajectory i think we need to change the way we transact business and we need to tackle the reasons for our slowdown so dear listeners ladies and gentlemen the realities are that on the one hand more sustainable growth requires a balance between the utilization of more factors of production and making better use of the factors of production and what do i mean here um for land labor capital which are the key factors of production as a country i think we need to better utilize these factors of production much more than we have done before and his excellency has really educated us and 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 and, and led us and mobilized us to focus more on this and as npa we're trying to ensure that we understand clearly and categorically what the major challenges are and come up with solutions of how to tackle um the encumbrances around our failure to utilize efficiently our factors of production now better use of the factors of production is the main driver of long term growth but in our case this has remained very low and is responsible for the slowdown now the problems with the factors of production of course include land conflicts land as a major of a major factor of production has been encumbered with a lot of conflicts and this of course retards progress currently there is a huge amount of backlog of land cases in our courts that prevents many investors many um businesses many um Ugandans from effectively utilizing um their land and this needs to be addressed the in the case of 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 labor the level of wages paid to workers is extremely low if you see in most of these um factories and in many industries that have recently been um flagged off that that the pay for workers is 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 abnormally low and this needs to be addressed but there's also uh, in the terms of capital an exaggerated payment to capital in in our country and the cost of capital is still very high and to me these three factors largely are responsible for slowdown uh, in the economy and indeed our mtr has um um revealed this uh, reality um the other reality that has come very very clearly out of our research is that the resource envelope of government to invest in productive sectors of the economy has significantly narrowed on account of the small tax revenue base the other factor of course that um affects our resource envelope is the high cost of debt service 
but also the external factors, including, of course, the recent COVID-19 pandemic and the global and regional wars. So the reality, um, dear listeners, is that our resource envelope is shrinking and we need to really be very deliberate and intentional about how we utilize our very limited um, resources to invest particularly in those productive sectors of the economy. Another key reality that's been, um, you know, well um, revealed from our research is that the productive private sector investments continue to be impeded by problems such as the high cost of doing business, including the cost of electricity and money. And this makes the products expensive so we really need to challenge our thinking more and work together as a country and as a people in in bringing the cost of doing business down if as a country we want to to become competitive because a sizable portion of the economy remains informal and speculative in nature And factor markets are distorted and characterized by conflicts, expensive capital, unemployment, and and such like. And this really curtails um, investment and drives costs high. So we really need to work together. And we are deeply, deeply trying to see... Um, Of course, in addressing all these encumbrances to see what needs to be done to reduce the cost of business. Of course, making government more efficient is important. Reducing corruption is key. And we must ensure that we invest and remove the the bottlenecks um, of, of, of the high cost of electricity and money, um, which would then unlock the potentials uh, in this area. The other key reality, uh, dear listeners, is that government policy and implementation coordination framework has not um, worked out as we had expected. Um, You well know that we moved to program approach away from sectors, but this has really not taken ground as expected. Nevertheless, we are making progress as a country and I want to really appreciate um, the different um, uh, ministries, departments and agencies that uh, are beginning beginning to really uh, work together to ensure we deliver common results and um, deliver the transformation that uh, we all yearn for. But we still have a lot of work to do to improve coordination in government and ensure that um, we move in the same direction. Now, while government rightly introduced, um, you know, the program implementation action plans and the programs, these are still to take root um, as I speak right now. Not more than four of the programs have been able to make their secretariats functional and meet as regularly as is expected. Now, if we want to make faster progress with um, the program 
uh, approach it's going to be necessary for all key stakeholders in the ministries departments and agencies supposed to work together under programs to meet regularly share insights agree on issues to prioritize and move together and this from our M- midterm review from our MTR was one of the challenges um, uh, noted that we need to prioritize as as we move uh, forwards now these realities as i've enumerated them combined have affected the achievement of um, the ndp3 and of course the nrm manifesto goals and this has implications on the available resources to finance the budgets planned um, especially for the financial year 2023-2024 now whereas the situation is still manageable i think it's important for us as a country to put in place innovative approaches to address these challenges in order to realize faster socioeconomic transformation and some of the potential remedies and actions and interventions that we recommend under our midterm review are um, as follows and I'll very um, clearly summarize um, one or two or three of the key recommendations from the midterm review um, to get you um some insights of what um we have uh, found out one is that government needs to commit to fiscal deficit reduction and maintaining the debt within manageable levels we just cannot continue doing business as usual we need i think as government to ensure that we commit to fiscal deficit reduction but also ensure that we don't borrow um aimlessly and i think his excellency has really warned us has enthused us has guided very clearly and categorically that um if we are to borrow money as a country it must be for productive purposes and this is what we must all work towards as a country if we want to transform we must ensure that we maintain debt within manageable levels but also commit to physical deficit reduction and that our balance i mean our budget can be uh, manageable we also need of course to repurpose the budget and cap the available resource envelope at realistic levels each financial year while accommodating room for adapting to external challenges this means of course accepting some level of belt tightening across government including exploring ways through which the current outputs can be achieved using fewer resources but also offset statutory commitments like wage and pension and multi-year commitments such as the debt service it also involves prioritizing new drivers of growth for example the crude oil pipeline and refinery electricity transmission which is one of the major challenges that um, drives the costs high we haven't invested that much in electricity transmission and substations and this must be a major priority of course the parish development portal is so urgent and we need to work tirelessly to ensure it succeeds because it will enable us ensure that no ugandan is left behind 
and we must get it right. We also need to support the large-scale farmers, uh, as you well know. Um, the global supply chains have been disrupted, and the only way that we can ensure food security, but also position Uganda to be a key exporter of commodities is by supporting our large-scale farmers as a start. And in this, we also need to focus on small-scale irrigation and road maintenance, which are key. Unless uh, infrastructure is maintained, it will also act as an encumbrance. There may be need to therefore postpone some projects that have not commenced in our NDP3. And here there will be a lot of discussions, negotiations, reprioritization, engagements, and it's important that we are ready to compromise and, and, and give in for the good of our country and ensure that we take on what we can manage. And the final key recommendation that I wanted to share with you at this point is that implementation of program-based planning and budgeting is so important at this point that we work together using the provided resource ceilings on the basis of our 20 NDP3 programs and the final allocation to MDAs, which has been done by the programs themselves based on priorities we need to really ensure that we maintain this, work together, and ensure that our budget strategy is implemented. Because we need to save resources by making program coordination more effective through enhanced and enforced political leadership and coordination and financing of the activities that we all agree on. I want to thank you, dear listeners. That was just a bit of a highlight of the key findings and what the realities of our economy are. And I hope that you will get a copy of the midterm review once it's been um, launched and you internalize the issues as they are so that we can move together as one country and one nation. I thank you and God bless you. Happy holidays. Wish you a wonderful Christmas and more prosperous and peaceful 2023. Ciao.